0: And now, the pride of Westerville, Ohio, playing your host, coming in at a staggering six-foot even. He is a three-time JBBL league champion, a one-time Oreo stacking champion, an all-around swell human being. Give it up for Chris Capel. Hey, Chris here from LJ's Card Shop with Man With A Mic podcast. It's Monday... June 26th and something came up on Twitter that I, I got in a back and forth with someone about that. I don't know if they're new, I'm new, who's been around for long enough. But if you are part of this hobby, and you're on social media and said, Hey, if you don't have a vouch thread on as a pin tweet, why or why not? I'm like, I, I absolutely don't need one. I don't care that you have one um your 50 people that may be friends of yours or people you've done transactions with they're not putting their money up if you flake out on me so if we have a deal on something first off i'm paying you goods and services unless you're one of my like 10 top friends who i know is not going to rip me off i'm paying you goods and services and you're going to cover the three percent fee because that's part of the deal then you see oh i want my card for 200 net yada 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 I mean, there's different ways people handle things. I mean, there's even a guy whose Twitter handle is, I pay goods and services and I'm not paying your fee. It's literally like you're selling the card. Go find someone else to buy it then. Like I could want your card. I could find your card other places. I can find it on Instagram, somebody else's Twitter, eBay, Facebook marketplace, just, just Facebook. And there are a lot of places you can find sports cards. There's a lot of places you can sell sports cards, but right now, um, if you have a vouch thread, like I just don't care about it. I'm gonna pay you goods and services. Or if we're doing a trade, you know, it's gonna be a gut feeling. And I'm probably not gonna do a trade unless your name's Eloy the Goat or Mr. K Dub or Kelly or Che or Nick or you know, Ben from Midwest Box Breaks, Buck City Breaks. It's one of the people that I know that I've, you know, I've been on Twitter through the hobby for many years. I have a lot of people that I would trust. But I'm definitely not going to say, Hey, um, if such and such flakes out on you, I'm going to pick up their, their, their part of the money. Like, no, I'll say, Hey, you want to vouch for me? I bought a card from you. You sent me the card. I paid you some money. I received my card and you received my money. Like, that's about it. I'm not going to be like, Oh, Hey, yeah. So-and-so is such a great seller. They packed it up really great. And I would trust them hundred percent because, The honest truth is there's not many people on the internet that I trust hundred percent. How many times do you see people get catfished? I mean, Monti Teo got catfished during like the national championship game in college and almost like ruined his life and ruined his career. I mean, if something like that can happen, what's someone going to do over a sports card? I mean, someone going to put the time in, I mean, you see people get scammed all the time, but if one person scams for $20, great. But if you're going to scam, a hundred people for $20 lost well, a lot of money right there. So personally, your vouch means nothing to me. Um, may mean something to someone else, you know, it's each their own. If you think it's necessary that you tell people that you're trustworthy, then are you trustworthy? Like, I don't feel I need to tell you that I'm trustworthy. My reputation should stand for itself as me, Chris Goldline Cards on Twitter, or me, Chris, as LJ's Card Shop on social media is like that should just stand for itself. And if it doesn't, <laughs> I'll move on, it's no big deal. But if you need that vouch, like, hey, I can go ask my brother to vouch for me. I could go ask one of my 18 burner accounts to you know, vouch for me. Is that gonna make it any better? No, absolutely not. But that's what I gotta talk about for that part. Uh, cause you know, this is man of the mic. I'm just up here talking with no agenda, no, you know, rhyme or reason for it and take a drink of water real quick. Just something that popped up. And then, um, you know, if you're doing stack sales or something like that, and all of a sudden you have someone with an abandoned stack. Okay. Hey, I'm going to stack you up for like three weeks. Then I did three weeks worth of work to sell these cards you're just going to ghost me like, come on now, man. But, but you got those vouchers. So it's cool, but oh man, something came up and then you get, okay. You sell something on eBay and okay. Here's another thing that came up. Someone said, what do you, what's your most, your biggest pet peeve on, on eBay when you're selling? And it's like, for me, it's when I get messages that says, what's your lowest or lowest question mark or low question mark, like put a full sentence together. It's not that difficult. Hey, I was really interested in this card. What is the lowest you're willing to go? I'm typically going to respond with what's the highest you're willing to go. Um, or I won't respond at all, but if you're going to sit there and you want to make a, an offer on a PSA nine card, that might be pretty rare. Say, Hey, you know, I saw this PSA eight sold for X, Y, Z PSA 10 sold for X, Y, Z. Um, his cards are on the rise right now. This is the reason why I'm willing to pay this much money. I am way more likely to accept your bid or your offer. If you're going to explain to me why you feel that's a fair price. Now, if you're just going to say lowest question mark, what's, what's the reply I'm going to give you? It's going to be highest question mark. If I even want to take 45 seconds out of my time to do that, like I'm a busy guy. And if you can't put a complete sentence together to want to know what, you know, if you want to make a deal. Is it just like you have copy and paste and you just hit control, control V, control V, control V, control V and send it to like a thousand people to try to get the lowest? Like, does that really work? Because I, I will never send anybody something just says lowest question mark. Now watch, someone's going to re- listen to this. I'm going to get a thousand uh, responses that just say lowest question mark just to troll me. But you know what? Whatever. That's a really big pet peeve is just like, you know, it's not that difficult to put a sentence together or even you know, a cognitive thought. We get a lot of of different things. We sell a lot of of stuff. We sell toys and memorabilia and sports cards. And they'll say, Hey, I know this is a really rare transformer. I have like the other four, this would complete my set because this is the fifth one. This is what I paid for the other ones. This is what I think it's worth based upon X, Y, Z value. Like we're much, much, much more reasonable and expected to respond to something like that than lowest question mark low question mark what's the lowest you'll go on this question mark like okay i I, maybe that's just how you deal that's how you work but that's just not how i think it should be done just my personal opinion and my personal opinion does not reflect those of my employer it is just me chris here talking so i felt like i needed to say that anyway so i've got the vouch thing and then also the ebay thing with the responses and it's just it's not hard to communicate with one another it's not hard to be respectful it's not hard to put sentences together it may be a little time consuming but that extra you know how long does it take to to write two sentences out if you're going to make an offer on a card you've probably already done your research so you know what it's worth you know the value you know what you're willing to pay now tell me why you're willing to pay that much money if you've already done the research, how long does it take to actually type it up? Like not that long. So that's just my opinion. Um, what else can we talk about? We got Wemby going number one overall in the draft. It's how's it going to be with these uh, these and with Panini, the XRCs, and the highest draft picks not signing with? You know, are they going to have autographs in Prism? Are they going to have autographs in Optic and? It's looking more and more like, no. So what is that going to do for the prices of a prism box? If you can't get a CJ Stroud auto, if you can't get an Anthony Richardson auto, if you can't get, you know, a Bryce Young auto or anything in in the box, what what does that do for the prices of the product? What does that do for the appealability of it? Like, do I still want to go out and buy a case of NFL prism If I know I can't get the top three quarterbacks and an autograph out of it, does that actually make Bowman? worth more because i know okay bowman first is huge in baseball is bowman first going to be a thing in football i don't think so but i mean who knows really because i mean bowman products just started coming out the bowman university so it's it's just been that the the history of sports cards as soon as the uh you know prism draft picks comes out sell them in the first two weeks as soon as you get that product out with the nfl uniform prism draft picks goes down substantially people want the cards in Pro unis, so if you can't get a CJ Stroud autograph in his pro uni out of some of these products, like what what products are you gonna are you gonna buy? Are you still interested in those products? Do you want you know the one of one? You still want to put together the rainbow? Are you chasing after the uh, you know the parallels? Is is the autograph even that important to you? That you know the RPAs out of it. Is National Treasures gonna be way different? Does that make our Mahomes National Treasures, you know, Shield One of One more valuable? Because now, like, if there's not a CJ Stroud, if there's not a Bryce Young one, then who's, you know, that is that gonna be the greatest National Treasure card ever made? Uh, there's a, there's a lot of question marks coming coming around now. You got CGC um, announcing that their trading card and their sports cards um divisions are gonna turn into one instead of two, which I think is a good move, uh, Suze my pal uh, Yanks chick. Uh, disclosed that she's the, you know my job at over over at their company and so that that's exciting for her and exciting for them. Can't wait to see her at the national. she's a, she's a friend of mine. And if you're going to the national let us know because we'll, we'll be out there having a good time. I'd love to meet you. love to shake hands, take a picture with you and um, that's what I got for today. We are just over 10 minutes. I'd like to keep it around 10 minutes hit up some three three topics or so stumbled over my words a couple times. Cause like I said, I come into this with nothing and I just talk. So go on some tangents. Thank you for listening. We are man with the mic at LJ's card shop. You can find us on all the socials. And if you're listening to this, you can find us on all of the platforms. So thank you so much. Have a great week.